This is TF Wire, Transformers Week in Review, Episode 18, recorded December 5th, 2005. Hello, everyone, and welcome to TF Wire, the Transformers podcast. Uh, pirated TV Pro here. Matrix is uh, not able to make it, so I'm going to be handling the hosting duties. Uh, joining me, as always, is Awa64. Good to be here. And Debuster Prime, if he can hear me. Hi, guys. I'll take that as a yes. Yeah, experiencing some technical difficulties, but uh, I'll stay in here for uh, as long as I can. Sounds like cool. Sounds like a plan. Um, so since Matrix isn't here, I'm going to run things a little differently. Uh, we're going to start out with the uh, top stories of the week, uh, and I'll just roll out of them off real quick, and then we'll talk about them a bit. Uh, number one story, Beast Wars 10th Anniversary Dinobot picks are online. Pictures come courtesy of S250 and are on the uh, Transformers World 2005 site. Um, they give the first look at the fully painted figure. Story number two, TF Toys uh, in capsule machines at Walmart. Uh, found and reported by Lumpy, the toys are keychains modeled after the G1 figures. Um, guessing kind of like what we saw uh, in Hot Topic a couple of years ago. Uh, JustItToys.com has put up its pre-order for the bootleg World's Smallest Transformer Snarl. Uh, the figure has an intended release date of January 5th, 2006, and stands at three inches tall. It also has a die-cast metal chest and comes with a gun, sword, sticker sheet, instructions, and a poster. Uh, and that's up and available for pre-order at tfsource.com for $15.95. Also, Toys Dream Sound Blaster has been shown. The figure is a black repaint of the Galaxy Force Soundwave. And finally, uh, we finally saw the Transformers attack ticks in prototype stages. Uh, once again, S250, same guy who showed us the Beast Wars Dinobot picks, um, has them up at the TF World 2005 board um, and has posted some of the prototype pictures that include Cybertron Prime and Megatron, uh, not to mention Armada, um, Strongarm, and a couple others. So, uh, what do you guys think? What are I the think you seem to be having trouble with your uh, 2000s and 200s. Yeah, 2005, 205, you know, it's all the same. But what were the big stories for you guys this week? Well, I think I think the big one for me was the uh, the keychains at Walmart, because uh, for a while I've been trying to deal with these uh, the Bumblebee uh, keychains that came out from uh, Urban Outfitters a couple years ago, and they just get so much abuse. I think I've had three or four of them break on me, and since these are little solid figures, that's probably something that I could uh, keep on my keychain and uh, withstand the abuse. Yeah. Now, do you think this will be uh, an indication of us maybe getting more type of uh, Kabaya? Uh, toys like they have in Japan, or do you think this is something that that Hasbro is just doing as a way to to kind of uh, cash in on on some more merchandising, even though it's just twenty five cents or fifty cent figures? I would love it if that were the case, but I kind of have my doubts on that. Yeah, so do I. Yeah, I think it's going to be kind of a wait and see. I love the Kabaya toys, and I love the cheap candy store Transformers. Those are always so fun, even if uh, they aren't always the highest quality. But held together by gum and and. The worst quality glue you could possibly find. Oh, now, yeah. for, me, 
for me, the biggest thing was the attack ticks. We've been uh, hearing about these things since, what, BotCon when they were announced? Yep. And we're just now finally getting to see them. And they actually look like decent molds. Yeah, they do um, look pretty good. They don't have any paint applications yet, of course, since they're Not just yet, prototypes. No. But but from what we've seen with the um, the Star Wars versions of these toys, they get decent paint applications, and they actually yeah. look really well. And it looks like we got a really good mold selection. I mean, it's not just current line or just G1. I mean, there's Energon Strongarm in there, too. Yeah, uh, of course, that's a, a big fan favorite toy mold, oh, yeah. at least. Um, but it'll be interesting to see what we get if we get some Beast Wars figures, if they kind of do the multi-generational line um, and not just do the more random shared American and uh, Japanese series. Yep. So. I was really impressed by uh, Crumple Zone's just like one giant beatdown arm. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now I, I tried going to the tactic site and figuring out how to play because I figured it was it was uh, sort of a takeoff on the uh, the Marvel game. Um, Hero clicks. Hero clicks. It seemed kind of like the same thing except for the fact you actually you actually hit each other with like the weapons and stuff. Ooh, fun. So it, it, the directions on how to play were actually down, so I wasn't able to figure it out. Um, but it seems interesting. seems like something I might be willing to pick up, even though you know I probably wouldn't have anyone to play with it unless I could convince my girlfriend to. But Good luck with that, buddy. Yeah, that's not going to happen. <laughs> um, but what do you guys think about the paint applications on uh, Beast Wars 10th Anniversary Dinobot? I think that they're sacrificing Beast Mode appearance for Robot Mode appearance, which I can't really blame them for. Yeah, Never I mean... A- I've never been a huge fan of the mold to begin with, but they're trying, and i got to give them credit for that. Yeah, I think probably most collectors, uh, being as how this is going to be the most show accurate, would probably keep it in in robot mode to begin with. Yeah, I mean, Dinobot may have been in beast mode quite a bit of the time in the show, but the toy looks very not similar to how he looked in uh, beast mode. Yeah, with his legs sitting underneath his belly and... yeah. Yeah, it's it's a it's a fun mold. I mean, they've done a lot with it too. I mean, oh, we yeah. had the the hard top and you know plenty of reiterations, but it's just not that great. It could probably stand a, a you know a remolding, reimagining like uh like Optimus and Megatron are getting because oh, I yeah. think this is a toy that people would really buy that because you know he had a very memorable death and he's a big fan favorite. Oh yeah, he probably deserves it as much if not more than Optimus and Megatron do. Uh, right now, I'm staring at a couple shelves full of TFs. And they're all in alt mode, because that's how I like to display all of them. But, you know what, even with the the way the paint job doesn't really favor the uh, the beast mode, I wouldn't mind it anyway. Yeah. I don't think it's a big deal. Even without the sounds? Without the sounds? Yeah, without sounds, you would still buy it? Well, he does come with a DVD, which oh, contains sounds. Which contains so. sounds. Yep. So. I, I think that gives him a pass. And not just right. any sounds, show accurate sounds. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. So, okay, with that, I'm going to go ahead and move on to our uh, big discussion topic of the week. Okay. Kind of doing things differently. Um, so we're getting package-ins with uh, the toys. We're getting these Transformers of Tactics. We're seeing all sorts of merchandising now, and we can probably expect to see more of them uh, when the movie comes out. So my, my question to you guys is, how do you feel about Transformers merchandising? Do you like it? What's the good? What's the bad? How do you feel it supports us as fans? Uh, what do you think? Hasbro, we are your corporate whores. Please put out more Transformers brand name shit on it. I mean, there's plenty of fans who will buy yeah. something just because it says Transformers. If I see something neat and has Transformers on it, I'm more likely to buy it. I don't think I'll buy just about anything if it had the Transformers brand name on it. But if it was something that I was going to... But it could probably help as like a novelty thing. I mean, the Optimus Prime Spin Pop from Armada slash Energon, no, I probably wouldn't buy but... 
the Energon transforming pen would be interesting. Like we were talking about earlier, the Kabaya-style gum store toys. Right. That would be a great way to expand merchandising. I mean, having 25-cent transformers in grocery stores, that's going to get a lot of brand promotion. Yeah, it'll How get... How about a Transformers-themed comforters? Because I had a Ninja Turtles comforter way back in the day. You know what? I had an entire bedding set of Transformers back in the day that I yeah. inherited from my older brother, which is happy because the other set I had inherited from my sister, and it was unicorns and rainbows. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. But it was it was the, it was the it was the box art um, that just about oh, you know wow, cool. everyone who who that was that age had. Um, I was a big fan. Now I've got a couple of Transformers T-shirts. Um, you know, I don't really go for the merchandising just because most of it is aimed at kids. It seems like at a at a smaller age demographic, and most of the ex- more expensive stuff um, comes through Diamond Select, yeah. and it's just really expensive. So, you know, there's a couple of statues um, like that Ultra was- Magnus one that came out. That was so freaking cool. Oh, so that, that's something else we could talk about. Yeah, yeah. there was a there was a, a super deformed Ultra Magnus uh, that I believe was was the result of a of a contest of fan art, right? Yeah, and uh, he, he's pulling open the uh, the uh, the Matrix. Auto, Matrix. the Matrix, and it's broken and <laughs> lying on the floor, and there's little screws, and he just has a com- completely blank expression on his face. That that was uh, another thing that we just completely skipped over. But it's and, not it, blank; it's more like about to cry. Yeah, and it's only like twenty five, thirty dollars. Oh, I, yeah. I was really impressed, and it's like uh, five, six inches tall. Oh wow, it's that um, big! Oh, I'm yeah. definitely buying it now. I would have bought it if it was like only two, three inches big, but wow. But yeah, yeah, it looks nice. really nice. I'm, I was really impressed with it, especially the fact that it was originally a piece of fan art. Yeah, uh, we've got some really talented, you know, fan arts like Matt Nelson and you know his Super Deformers. Um, but this, this just looks really nice. Yeah. So. Um, but I mean, if you think I fan artists, think... I mean, most of the Transformers comic artists at this point started off as fan artists, didn't they? I mean, well, Don. Well, right, Don especially. I mean, he's the, the poster child for that. Dreamwave was using a lot of people. Uh, colorists, uh, yep. Josh from the AllSpark forums, Yep. Um, he started out doing that. So, um, But going back to, to merchandising, what do you think is the uh, the worst Transformers merchandising that you've seen? Uh, probably the Halloween costumes. The Halloween costumes, the, yeah. the, Mylar, the Mylar bag costumes. Oh yeah, but those are always bad, no matter what properties attached to them. That's that's very true. I think a couple, uh, a couple. I'm not even sure if it was a full year ago. We had those those Transformers party lights that were basically yeah. Christmas lights with Transformers logo slipped on top of them. That for it me, wasn't uh, interspersed with like uh, it was R.I.D. Little... Megatron or something like that. Yeah, yes, it was. I, I don't know. Just for some reason, that really was like, okay, you're kind of stretching it here. And party lights. I actually like the fact that they have you know party themed transformers because you know yeah. kids who like transformers they you know want to have a birthday party that's transformers themed. There you go. That seemed to be to be stretching it a little. And I like the fact yeah. that they do offer a wide variety of merchandise. Yeah, that, it's definitely a good thing. And especially right now with the '80s still being big, we've got t shirts at Hot Topic and you know just about every other place that, yep. that does that type of pop culture stuff. So. Oh, I picked up a Decepticon pin at my last trans at my last anime convention I went to. Yeah, so I mean, I'm sure it's helping out. It's probably helping remind people that Transformers are still around too, yeah. because it it is a a pretty old you know fandom. And when I've told people that I still you know watch and collect Transformers, they said, oh, oh, those are still those are still around. So, I think the one piece of merchandise that really bugged me. I don't know if any of you guys have uh, seen it. It's a uh, a reversible Transformers beanie. Oh, I on have seen it. On one side is the Autobots, and the other side is the Decepticon. 
But the problem is the colors are reversed. Ooh. So the Autobot symbol is purple and the Decepticon symbol is red. Yeah, and then the stitching Oops. they didn't do a they didn't do it the right way, so they're stitching on the purple one on the the Autobot symbol. And so it, it looks like you're wearing a beanie inside out. It's just hmm. they didn't do a very good job. So okay, nah. well then what would be your, your favorite piece of merchandise that's not a toy that, that they've had? Well I'm happy that my favorite right, go ahead. uh Okay, would be the uh, the 20th anniversary Megalitho, which I got at the uh, convention uh, a year and a half ago. Had it sitting around for the longest time, and I actually just framed it a couple days ago and hung it up on my wall. Looks beautiful. Yeah. It's got, like, literally every Transformer from G1. Yeah, that's one of Don's most astonishing pieces of art. Oh, yeah. It's just... Absolutely amazing. Uh, my favorite were probably, and people are probably going to hate me for saying this, were the uh, the Dreamwave uh, comics when they were coming out. Um, they really introduced a you know a whole new style and a whole new uh, level of quality to Transformer comics. And for except for when Pat Lee was drawing them, of course. Right, of course. Uh, mostly the the War Within stuff that Don did. Oh yeah, I was just great. I was just astonished with the coloring, with his art. Um, I I was just really happy with it, and the fact that that I was able to get them for you know my nephews and and stuff, and they were you know sit down and watch it and read it, and, you know, I was just really happy with yeah. with the quality and everything for the price point. So now for my favorite pieces of Transformers merchandise that I actually own, it's probably a toss up between two things: either my uh, Megatron club shirt, not the gaudy one, but the one based off the Dreamwave artwork with Megatron in the foreground and then Optimus Prime in the background. And either that or Beast Wars DVDs. I have the entire series. Yeah, I've got those too. I I just wish they had more extras on them. Oh yeah, they, I would... I hate double dipping, but I'd buy them again if they could put special features on them. Oh, I, I, would, I would do it in a second. It's just, it's a shame that, you know, there's so many fans and there's, you know, a lot of stuff out there actually that they could use and a lot of you know, voice actors who really get behind the series, so. Yeah. Well, isn't the Beast Machine set supposed to be coming out uh, sometime early next year? Yeah, it's supposedly uh, early February, and that's going to have uh, commentary on it, which is something we never got on the uh, Beast Wars set. Yep. I'm looking so forward I'm to that. Definitely very much so, especially considering that, you know, Beast Machines is my favorite series, so. Um, in the future, what do you think we can expect with uh, Transformers merchandise? Especially with the movie coming up, you know, what do you expect to see? Expect to see it become more and more widespread, more commonplace. I think we're going to see more shirts. I think posters are going to become more common. Uh, you're probably going to see all the standard kitty merchandise, like uh, in the '80s, with the Transformers brand slapped on anything that they can find. Yeah. Uh, toy line is going to expand for the uh, movie thing, but that's really not at all surprising. Right. Uh, the one thing I'm actually hoping to see, Attack takes is a step in the right direction, but. Hasbro owns Wizard of the Coast, Wizards right. of the Coast, and uh, they really ought to put a D20 transformer system out there. I mean, Attack Takes is good, but a lot of a lot of major Transformers fans have their own fan characters, and being able to do a pen and paper RPG of that would be a huge draw for a lot of people. Yeah, the uh, I remember you know back in the day there was quite a few of the the fan playing forums uh, were really big, especially at the AllSpark. You know, the people who had you know built these characters up and then have had them for you know now five you know six years. Yep. Um, that they really identify with them, and you know that would be perfect. Um, I know that the uh, Serenity role playing book has become um, almost like a you know encyclopedia for fans of that. Um, yep. So I'd like to see something like that too, because you know anything that can get people more and more involved in the universe. 
as long as it's not card based, I'm all for it. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of I'm not a big fan of card battle games. You know, whether it's on a system or Pokemon or yeah. you know Yu-Gi-Oh or whatever, but. But I, I I can see that happening because I enjoy we, them every once in a while. But we've already had a card battle game released for Beast Wars, and that just that did, tanked. Yeah, it didn't go anywhere. I don't have a problem with card battle games generally. It's just the whole collectability aspect. Yeah. When you do it with a property that's not as big, something like Transformers, it's just so hard to get enough people into it that you can actually go around and find people to play regularly. Maybe you could get Wizards to bank on maybe a. Uh, Full set one thing card battle game or something like that. Yeah, like a starter pack often, that everyone would have. Yeah, if it or was like part of a large uh, universe, like there was yeah. a maybe like a Transformers GI Joe crossover, that would be something. Well, they I'd did a GI Joe card battle game for a while, didn't they? And if yeah, but that one probably didn't last very long for the same nah, reasons. Although Penny Arcade and Sluggy Freelance are both putting out a uh, single set customizable card game at some point in the near future. Hmm. I'd like to see something like that for Transformers, although. Uh, those are both kind of smaller run things being done by uh, very strong fandoms, but eh, still cool. Yeah, huge fandoms and very well organized as well. Yeah. So, um, but okay, I think that's gonna that's gonna do it for that, which will bring us to our uh, to our question of the week from a fan. This comes from uh, Metal Samamon, um, and he wants to know: Were there any toys from any other era that you would have liked to have seen made? This is from you know comics, shows. Uh, we've got Transtech, G1 Unicron, G2 Giaxis, or Jaxis, however you say it. Some of the Marvel comic characters. What do you guys think? Is there anything that we saw that never got made, never got released, or a character you would like to see made into a toy? I'd like to see a DevCon toy at some point. DevCon? Yeah. Yeah, I followed mostly along with the uh, TV show and not too much with the, uh, the comics and other media. So uh, I guess I wouldn't have too many things to pull from. If I had to pick up one thing, I think it would be the uh, the stoplight transformer from uh, Cybertron <laughs> Galaxy. Oh hell Force. yes! Yeah, I think I think that's just pretty the much, Pike weapon for that reason alone. I think pretty much everyone is in agreement with you. Everyone would love to see that. Um, mine would probably have to be Transtech, just because what it would have meant if we would have been getting those toys. We wouldn't have gone to to RID, and we wouldn't have had you know then Armada and Superlink and so on and so forth, and it would have been continuing on the storyline that we had. That's that's the biggest thing for me is that I I wish that we had continued with the more adult storytelling. Yeah, I wish we so. could have that storytelling back. But as far as the toys go, the switch over Armada, Energon, Cybertron has been really good for the quality of the uh, product. Well, yeah, and especially for profits. I mean, it's kept it's kept them afloat oh, I mean, yeah. by splitting the costs and everything between Takara. They've been able to, you know, really maximize profits, and we've heard that over and over again from Hasbro. That that's one of the reasons why it's remained profitable this long. I can't so. help but think that the quality of the fiction isn't nearly as good as it used to be, though. So you won't have as many kids growing up and thinking, "Oh, that was so awesome." I mean, who's gonna want to buy the box set of Armada ten years from now and say, "Oh, that was so cool"? Yeah, I'm really interested to see since since Takara looks to be taking a break from Transformers. Uh, what Hasbro is going to do. If they're going to do another manga style, or sorry, not manga, anime style show, or if they're going to try and you know distance themselves a little bit, maybe go back towards Beast Wars more in-depth storytelling, since you will have the movie out there, you will have probably some more adult fans who might be drawn back into the f- into the fandom and want more adult storylines. So, yep. 
Yeah, I don't think this anime wave has uh, completely run its course yet. So even if we're on our own, I think we're going to get something that's at least like foreign produced in anime style, like uh, GI Joe Sigma Six. Yeah, we, I wouldn't we be surprised at all. Like that, but it'll be written and uh, have the voice tracks done in English, and you'll probably even end up having the stuff done to animation, so we won't have crappy lip syncing like we do in even Cybertron at this point. And, right. And uh, God, I forgot what I was going to say. Okay, well then we'll take that. Uh, real quickly, we're going to list some sightings. Uh, the newest wave of deluxes have been found in Texas. That includes Crosswise, Thunderblast, and Brimstone. Uh, so if you are on the lookout and looking for those in your stores, they could be near you. Or if you ordered them online, you know you should have them already, I guess. But uh, Which brings us to Dustbuster, who has some uh, toy reviews that he's going to do. So go ahead, D-Buster, hit it. Okay, um got a couple of figures to select from. I think uh, this week I'll be going over Cybertron Evac. So, um, this guy is a uh, rescue helicopter. I know that because it says rescue right on the side of the helicopter. <laughs> <laughs> I bow before your um, majesty of language. <laughs> uh, the color scheme, he's got a, a pale uh, blue with a White accents, but uh, mostly it's this yellowy orangish thing that I probably best describe as a uh, tang. <laughs> um, <laughs> I have another description the for all those kitties <laughs> out there who haven't heard of the astronaut drink. Who doesn't love tang? Oh, I don't know a person who does, but it also kind of looks like the color of a standard number two pencil, doesn't it? Or a little bit more orangey than that. I always thought of it as um, life vest orange. Life vest orange. It seems mm. like it's a little brighter than light vest orange. Yeah, it's it's a couple of shades brighter than uh, from what you get on a U.S. Coast Guard uh, helicopter. A couple shades brighter but... than the sun. Actually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you might want to break out the sunglasses when looking at this guy. Yeah. Um, on the vehicle mode, he's got a uh, spinning uh, rotary uh, wing gimmick. So you push the button and it spins around. Uh, just like uh, Quick Strike, Dinobot, uh, Beast Wars Inferno, all those guys. Um, it spins very nicely. Um, he's also got a rescue winch uh, hanging off of one side. Um, it's got a hook on the end. You pull out the line, and it will stay extended until you press a button, which will reel it back in very quick. Um, it works very nicely. My only complaint is that I wish the line were a little bit longer. How strong is the and line? How strong is the yeah. line? Um, probably strong enough to, uh, to pick up a basic. Um, not quite strong enough to do, uh, a deluxe or, or anything beyond that. Okay. So, if you want to pick up a little guy, like, I don't know, ransack and <laughs> toss him around a little bit. Yep. Yeah, you can do that. Um, what else is going on in the vehicle mode? You, uh, put in the, uh, the four ship. Since he's the planet leader, he's got a uh, a gold one. Ooh, little bling bling action going on there. <laughs> the uh, he has uh, two cannons. Um, if you don't have any missiles inside, they actually look like uh, thrusters to speed him along in vehicle mode. Those will swing around the into the front, and those two uh, missiles will be in firing position. And uh, they're pretty strong; they fire pretty far. Um, transformation to robot mode. Um, yeah, I don't think I could describe that over the air. But uh, okay. you, you just you just do it, and then he's in robot mode. Yeah, 
That's the yeah. You know, you just flip some stuff around, some twisting, some you, uh, ratcheting. You transform it, if you will. Yeah. Yay! And That's the gimmick. Voila. <laughs> <laughs> He's in robot mode. Um, he has wonderful articulation. Um, head, shoulders, elbows, waist, uh, hips, knees, toes, heads and shoulders, knees and knees toes. And toes. <laughs> um, yeah, and he's got the same uh, winch and the uh, rotary spinning thing. Uh, just like uh, Bulkhead from Energon, the blades... Uh, can move together into pairs and then it becomes like a slashing spinning weapon which would work the same as it did if it was four separate blades but looks cooler when it stopped different yeah <laughs> and uh the winch is uh on his other arm so you can extend that out whip it out grab somebody reel him in punch him a couple times swing him out again and then yell get um, over here yeah like scorpion from mortal Kombat. Even exactly the right should have thought of that and um, the missiles uh, hang around on a backpack. They don't completely uh, rotate forward into firing position. They, At best, they fire up at an angle, but it's still a, a pretty good range, and they launch pretty far. Um, this guy is a little bland. Uh, not too much style going on, but technically, I mean, he's flawless. Uh, if I had to make any complaints about this guy, I wish he... And maybe had like a darker color scheme, like maybe a stealth helicopter, have more of a, a ninja vibe to him. Yeah. But uh, other than that, he's all aces. On a on a scale of one to ten, what would you give him? One to ten, I would probably give him uh, an eight point five or a nine. Wow, nice. he's up there. Yeah. Now, yeah. Now you need to remember, this is a, a convoy in the Japanese continuity. I mean, they of course go all out, you know, on the the leader characters. Oh yeah. So. Well, except for uh, Override, uh, Nitro Convoy. Yeah. That one was kind of lacking. Convoy. <laughs> that's because, that's why we made her a girl. Because, you know, you know. Eh, ha ha! Sexism Inheritance Society. <laughs> it's funny because it's true. Anyway. Oh, you're not getting of, sex uh, Override. <laughs> I never do. Ah. Yeah, um, speaking of Override, um, I don't know if any of you guys have uh, seen pics of the uh, the dark... Uh, Nitro Convoy. Yeah, looks pretty cool. Repaint. Yeah, if you pay close attention, you realize that the uh, the fronts of it, which are where the robot mode feet are, are kind of cleared out, and you can see what looks kind of like headlight detailing underneath. Nice. If you want to, on uh, on the regular override, it's something I just did myself uh, this past weekend. You can uh, take some paint thinner, um, wipe it over the uh, the gold top toes, and what it does is it reveals uh, clear plastic underneath. It's not completely clear. It's uh, it's red tinted, uh, like a cockpit, but it still gives you that same uh, headlight detailing. And I think uh, it improves the look of the figure. So that's up to anybody out there. If you're sticklers for show accuracy, you're not going to touch that. But yeah. otherwise, I think it looks pretty cool. You know, I was just thinking something. Evac looks really cool, but I can't say I'm going to be getting him because I've seen so many cool kit bashes of him and digital repaints of him and stuff like that. There's going to be an awesome repaint or convention exclusive deadline that's going to blow this one out of the water, despite how cool it is. And it'll be very expensive if it's coming from the current Transformers Club. Psst, buddy, we're trying to get him to let us come to the convention for free. Oh, I mean, <laughs> I mean, I mean, I'm sure it will be wonderfully painted and uh, thoughtfully priced. And come in brilliant packaging. 
Uh, well, of course. I mean, that's what we all said yep. about the original set was that oh, yeah. it was wonderful packaging. Um, so I think that's about going to do it for this week. That's all um, I got. We hope that uh, Matrix Prime is able to join us again next week. Uh, email us at tfwire, that's T-F-W-I-R-E, at gmail.com to let us know what you thought of this little test of a newer format, uh, having the discussion topics and the sightings without really talking about them, doing the kind of a free-for-all. Um, let us know, because we'd like to know, because we want to make it uh, what you would like it to be. Yeah, so, definitely. So, this is uh, Pirated TV Pro signing off. Zao64 saying C and 7. This is D Buster Prime. What the hell is that? Signing anyway? off. <laughs> that was uh, Cybertron Defense uh, Red Alert. Look for impressions on this guy. Either uh, next week or the week oh, after. Cool. I've got uh, this guy and uh, Sideways both uh, on deck. Nifty. Think he's compensating for anything? <laughs> A little bit. All right, so that's it. Cool. Join us next week for another episode of TF Wire. Adios, muchachos. <laughs> The end. Thanks for listening to this podcast, and be sure to check out tfwire.com where you can see our new logo, post comments about shows, or help spread the word by picking up a t-shirt. That's tfwire.com.